Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering a Keith request, and it that is Silent Night, Deadly Night. I guess technically it was a Keith recommendation because we're asking for Christmas horror movies that you guys suggest. We forgot last week's who recommended Jack Frost. I think that was Carrie. Pretty sure it was Carrie. Sorry. Carrie, we're we're acknowledging you in the last. uh, Yeah. Sorry about Oops. that. Oopsie poopsie. Yeah, I but even had it like you. right here, like requested vibes. Yeah. Sorry about that. But anyways, it, it's all at least it, I don't count these as official requests. They're more like recommendations because we did reach out and ask our listeners yeah. like any Christmas horror movies they thought yeah. that would be fun. But anyways, so they, we they sent them through our new discord. Yeah, so if you join our Discord server, you'll be able to request movies easier. Yes. And we'll be able to keep track of them better. Yes. We check that a lot more frequently. Yes. <laughs> but before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So today, I am doing a repeat. I am doing the Plum Deluxe Strawberry Honeysuckle Black Tea. It's got black tea, strawberry pieces, raspberry leaf, calendula, and honeysuckle essence. And I am also doing a repeat. This is Rishi's Lavender Mint Tea. It is caffeine-free. And it has organic peppermint, organic sage, organic licorice root, organic lavender, and natural lavender extract. And I'm drinking out of our I'm going to kill you at some point mug. Yeah, I forgot. It's like, please don't kill me, mug. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you, as always, to Plum Deluxe for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our tea sippers, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So, the summary of Silent Night, Deadly Night. I <laughs> I love how IMDB <laughs> summarizes. They're like, little Billy <laughs> witnesses his parents getting killed by Santa after being warned by his senile grandpa that Santa punishes those who are naughty. Now Billy is 18 and out of the orphanage and he has just become Santa himself. And he goes on a murder rampage. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of trauma in this movie. Yes. So for entertainment, this for me is very similar to Jack Frost and how like ridiculous it is but in a different way yeah. like the it's kills not, are still buried yeah like it, it's not a funny movie but it is like ridiculous yeah like you i appreciate it for the r- ridiculousness but anyways this is another one of those that i had seen before and it it's not going it's not a go-to christmas horror for movie for me but it is one that Uh, I will go to if I've already gone through like my initial wave. So I would personally give this a 7.25. 
I really enjoy the backstory that they give Billy. Um, it makes sense, even though it is kind of a ridiculous <laughs> premise. Um, and I think that it's really unique that they made the killer the main character to the story. Um, but in a lot of ways that gives him more sympathy and you can really understand the motivation that he's coming from. Um, the only thing that I kind of question is whenever Billy does become Santa, thus the murderer, the film kind of steps back and shows more well-rounded uh, perspectives of all of the characters. And on the one hand, I can be like, oh, is it because Billy is like losing his humanity? Like if they did that on purpose, but at the same time is like, I don't really know what their intent was. And it does kind of shift the mood a little bit of the movie where it first, you know, is mostly focusing on him with scenes here and there of other characters talking about him. But then it shifts more to we're going to focus on these other characters and yeah, they show a lot of Billy, a lot more of the murder than they do in typical slasher movies. But compared to what it was in the first half of the film, it you kind of get that shift in um, tone in a way. Yeah, they focus more on the his victims at that point. Yeah, um, I, but I would agree with that. Yeah, so it's like you know if they intended that to happen then that's fine but it's like since i don't know the intent it just makes it a little bit confusing it just it just makes the movie feel a little bit more out of focus yeah. but yeah it's a over the top story but it is a lot of fun there are definitely staple horror movies that i would grab first for christmas yes. like a christmas horror story or gremlins or, or Gremlins or Krampus. Yeah. Uh, before watching this one, but uh, this is another one that it's like, oh, it'd be fun to have in the background yeah. for like a Christmas uh, party. If... I wouldn't be upset if it was on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got. Yeah. I forgot that I had seen this one before too. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's decent. It does kind of fade into the background a little bit, kind of like Jack Frost did for me, but I did enjoy this one a little bit more, so I'm going to give it a six. It was a bit more serious. It really made me feel for Billy. Yeah. Because you could tell it's not necessarily his fault that this happened. He had huge traumas in his life, and they were not made better by the adults that were supposed to be caring for him yeah. after, and it just compounded and no one took into account or it even let the shop owner know, hey, Christmas is a rough time for him. Don't have him anywhere near Santa or have anything to do with Santa. Yeah, it's almost like a, a sympathy story on yeah. how to make a serial killer. A little bit. <laughs> Well, spree killer. Okay, a spree killer. Serial killer would have had a cooling down period. Just saying. He went on a spree. Semantics. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, it was kind of heartbreaking to see him become that because of the things that were done to him. Now, that's not to say that he shouldn't have gotten help. 
or at least talk to someone else about it. I just feel like in that small town, he didn't really have anyone to necessarily talk to about it. And everybody else was trying to get him to just move past it. Like he was just supposed to move on and forget all about it and be fine with everything going on. But that's not necessarily how that works. Yeah, as I... It is an older movie, too. Things were different. Yeah, it's like... It's one of those situations where he definitely should have had therapy. He would have benefited greatly from therapy, I feel like. Yeah. And everybody else would have, too. Yeah. (laughs) Would have benefited from him having therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they would still be alive. But it's just... It is heartbreaking to see him become that because of everything that happened. So, and it is... I, I did count off a little bit as well because at the very end, the um, I have some choice words from the mother superior lady. Yeah, I put her in realism. So many choice words <laughs> for the child abusing B of a mother superior. The fact that she survived the movie and was alive at the end, I counted off for <laughs> for entertainment. I did. I did. Because if no one else was going to get killed, she should have. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. And y'all might think that's a little bit judgy of me. I don't care. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tell us how you really feel. Uh, I am on pregnancy hormones and I was feeling protective of Billy, damn it. <laughs> uh, so for realism, this one's a very mixed bag because... The story is ridiculous, but there are a lot of elements that I feel like are very true. It's just over the top. So for realism, I personally give this a three because like... so proud of you. That's what I was going to give it. (laughs) What is with us? We've been really close lately. Yeah, especially for realism. I'm so proud of you. It's kind of (laughs) weird. I don't like it. (laughs) I am corrupting you slowly. (laughs) Come Um, to the dark side. We have cupcakes. But for the more realistic perspective, I can see trauma totally contributing to Billy starting to kill. Uh, We do have documented cases where similar situations, I mean, not the exact same situation, obviously, but similar situations have happened where, you know, a very traumatic event happens the the person didn't get the support that they needed as a child, whether or not that was an intentional or unintentional by the the guardians bringing that person up. But it's like trauma can lead lasting effects if it isn't helped. Yes, that is not to say that anyone that has had severe trauma like this will definitely turn. Oh out yeah. This way. Oh yeah. Everybody deals with trauma differently. Yeah. It is different for every situation, and it's actually fairly rare for a lot of those oh, yeah. kinds of situations to occur. Yeah. Yeah. But we can easily see how it would definitely contribute. Yes. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, especially for the time that it took place, I can see the Catholic orphanage using physical abuse which we we consider it physical Mm -hmm. abuse nowadays as trying to make billy more normal and verbal yes and verbal i mean there are 
countless documented cases, not orphanages in particular, but also like boarding schools oh, and stuff like that yeah. of uh, capital regular, punishment. Regular public schools did it too. Being used to, to punish kids, which yeah. we now know is not that a good idea. It does bad. not work. <laughs> yes. But for the the more unrealistic parts, the store clerk was a little dumb for insulting. Oh, yeah, this is the, in the beginning of the movie, by the way. The store clerk, whenever Santa's holding him up, the store clerk was kind of dumb for insulting him when a gun was being pointed at him. Like, he was kind of asking to get shot. Like, nobody deserves to get killed or shot or anything but if you're that in that type of situation you go with whatever they tell you to like you don't start talking back he didn't read the room (laughs) (laughs) yeah he He didn't understand the assignment (laughs) Uh, and then the cops well for it's like the whole the store With the Christmas party and stuff like that, like totally inappropriate. Maybe it's because it was like a small business owner. Things tend to pass a little bit more easily when it's a small business. But still, there are all sorts of lawsuits that could have come from that Christmas party. And then also the cops, they didn't really seem to be that great. Yeah, like, especially, like, the the part that frustrated me the most is the fact that they knew where Billy was going. They had pretty much absolute certainty he was going to go to the orphanage, and they sent one cop. Yeah. One. Just- yeah, small town or not, you send backup at least. Yeah, like, even if you have to get cops from, like, neighboring towns to come, mm-hmm. like... This guy, you know what he's capable of. And maybe call the orphanage, which I know they tried at one point, but get the orphanage locked down. Yeah, like I would imagine in that part of the country, typically they have like basements and stuff like that. Like either put the kids in the basement or have them upstairs. In their rooms? Yeah. but block off the area? But the I forgot what her her name was, the the older nun. But she just seemed really stubborn on like wanting the kids to have like a normal Christmas. Mother Superior or Yeah, Mother Superior. So yeah, I I and like Like looking at her from at that time perspective, I I can see that she wanted the best for all of the children, including Billy, but her methods were extremely flawed. Medieval? (laughs) Unfortunately, not that old. But, (laughs) like, it doesn't justify what she did by any means. But, you know, her intention was to help, not to harm. She had a crappy way of showing it. I really wish they would have given her a little bit more character growth because it would have been kind of nice at the end for her to regret more what she did to Billy and be like, yeah. oh, man, I was the cause of this. Yeah. That would have been kind of... That would have yeah, kind of redeemed no her character a little bit more. No. no growth at all. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's because of her that makes me not like the movie as much as I could. Yeah. 
just because you're just like, oh, but there's that one nice nun. I forget her name. But it's like she totally was but, letting the stuff happen to him. Uh, yeah. And like whenever he got punished for going outside when she was the one that recommended, yeah. she should have stood up for him and been like, no, I told him he yeah. could. So if you have a problem with it, then talk to me about it. Like he shouldn't get punished for something yeah. that an adult was like encouraging him to do. She should have. I agree. But she also didn't have the authority yeah, in but that it's just place. Like, like she was supposed to be subordinate to her and she kind of went behind her back to let Billy out early. But it's like that's something that they could deal with behind closed doors they, rather yes. than her like punishing Billy for that. Yes, I agree. It's just oh. I'm not <laughs> disputing that. <laughs> I'm just saying like that was the one good influence he had. Yeah. And it was barely there. Yeah. So yeah, I I give it a 3 as well. The kills while a little ridiculous were at least a little bit more realistic than Jack Frost. Because that movie was just... <laughs> but on the whole, it's not very realistic. <laughs> like, the situation in general, the premise for it, I can get. I can understand that. But, like, the tongue sticking out of the guy that was shot. <laughs> <laughs> no one saw or heard Grandpa moving and talking but the little boy, Billy. When they were in the hall, like, 20 feet away. And it's probably a product of the time, but the parents seem to really disregard Billy being so scared. Yes. Yes. The fact that Ricky, his little brother, was alive after all of that and not frozen to death or killed by the killer? No. <laughs> yeah, what actually did happen to his brother? I forgot. He was in the orphanage, too. They showed him twice. Oh. Yeah. I didn't notice. Yep. I watched this movie several times and I never noticed. Oops. Yep. <laughs> but the killer went after the dad, then the mom, and was looking for Billy. But Ricky was crying the whole time in the car seat. And I feel like the killer would have either killed him or if he did, by some miracle, leave him alone. It was freaking below freezing. <laughs> yeah. With snow everywhere, the doors to the car were open. Wide open. Baby would have frozen to death. Now, again, if by some miracle someone happened by the scene and were able to help the kid, okay, fine. But that's a very low chance on Christmas Eve in the backwoods of nowhere. And Billy and Ricky... I mean, Ricky couldn't move. He was a baby in a car seat. But for Billy to find help... It just, it's very unlikely. And honestly, Billy probably would have frozen to death as well. Died of exposure. Just saying. It's extremely lucky that neither of them died. Andy, the would-be rapist back room a-hole, suffocated a little fast. Yeah, that, oh god. I, I don't disagree that he suffocated. I'm just saying it seemed a little fast the way they showed it in the movie. Just saying. I don't understand why he killed certain people. Because the premise for the movie is he believes that Santa punishes people that do bad things. Yeah, like the girl? Yes. 
Yeah, I was confused by that, too. I was like, she literally was sexually assaulted. Yes. She said no multiple times and told him to stop multiple times. But because she was calling him names and being mean to him, I think that's what he interpreted as naughty. So he punished her, quote unquote. But, like, the store owner and several other people didn't do anything. They were just there. I think it's the fact that they were maybe drinking alcohol. I don't know. It it That's was a bit of a stretch, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like his criteria was like extremely strict. It was, yeah, it was really weird. Like yeah, I think you're pretty much guaranteed to be considered naughty by him no matter what you do. I guess. But like there wasn't really a clear set of structured rules or anything it was just you're there so you're dead (laughs) yeah so it just didn't really fit the narrative that they were trying to show at least in my opinion yeah because they built it up towards like oh he only punishes those who are naughty and then they don't really make a clear line on who's naughty who's not yeah yeah so it just didn't make that much sense the door that he broke through that's the thinnest door ever (laughs) it looked like cardboard legit the the wounds on the teenage boy change from scene to scene in the window kill Mm. (laughs) the police not announcing themselves as they run into the house like they burst through the door and don't say police or anything just run through no no just just run on in pretty (laughs) sure that's a violation of a few different things Also, the fact that Billy has enough presence of mind to hide when a cop car is passing. He's supposed to be basically out of his mind. He is now, he has become Santa, his version of Santa. So why does he still have presence of mind that, oh, what I'm doing is bad and I need to stay away from the view of police? That's a good point. It just didn't make that much sense. It would have made more sense to me if he kept walking as if nothing was happening and the cop car stopped and they tried to apprehend him and he viewed that as naughty and then took the car. That would have made more sense, personally. But that he hid until the car was gone and then he continued on his way. That just didn't make that much sense, honestly. The body staying on the sled... No. After it was decapitated. Yeah, no. No, that's not how it do. The axe looked way too small for most of the damage that it was doing, to be perfectly honest. And um, the axe was clean on the ground at the very end, after all the carnage and chaos. Yeah, that's... No. So... And I know they were trying to kind of set it up for like a sequel with Ricky. Because he's the one that said naughty at the end. Because there, there is a second one. I haven't yeah. watched it, mm-hmm. though. But that didn't make that much sense. So he was supposed to be the one that was kept mostly out of the trauma. Apart from the abusive a-hole that was Mother Superior. So, but he shouldn't have really known what was necessarily going on. Unless his brother talked to him about that night. Maybe. And told him what the grandfather said. But it's unlikely. Billy seemed pretty repressed. Yes. But Ricky appeared throughout the rest of the movie perfectly fine and normal and a happy kid. And completely untouched by what had happened. 
So it just didn't make that much sense. That's what I got. Yeah. I'm disappointed that Mother Superior was left alive, but <laughs> yeah, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, but overall, for me, it's one of those slashers that's like way over the top. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, it's more funny than scary or tense. It is. But I feel like that's kind of the mood for a lot of these Christmas it horror is. movies. Yes. It's the mood for a lot of slashers in general, but especially the Christmas-based ones. Yeah. Well, it's like one, like Scream, I think, is a good example where it's like, even though it's a, a satire of horror oh. movies or slasher movies, I still feel a lot of tension. And honestly, with the way that the killer like runs and stuff, it genuinely freaks me out. It's not like I see Ghostface. I'm like, oh, oh my I God, laugh. I feel so scared. I laugh but... when Ghostface runs. <laughs> but like, I feel the tension. But it's so interesting with like a lot of these Christmas horror movies. Yeah. You just completely lose that. And it's like, I don't know if it's because it's literally Christmas themed and because it's a holiday that tends to be... You know, associated with, like, joy, lightheartedness, you know, stuff like that. It's just impossible to feel that I way. I feel like but... they could do it, but it's harder to find a balance for that season. Yeah. For Scream, they hit that balance perfectly, I feel like, between comedy and seriousness. Well, I guess a Christmas horror story does the tension fairly well and creep factor for depending on which depending story. On the yeah, but also not the new one, but the the original Black Christmas that was. I feel like decent. yeah, it, it goes a, a bit closer yeah. to the feeling of tension and that there's a little creep factor because yeah. I mean it's a guy in the attic. <laughs> Better Watch Out was yes. really good. But that, I feel like it's because it's a kid and it kind of yes. like... But thinking about it, those particular movies lean a bit more heavily into the serious aspect of it than the comedy aspect. Yeah. So when they take themselves a little bit more seriously and are just a little bit darker, then it turns out a little bit better. These other ones that lean a little bit more into the ridiculous or comedy side of it just tend to fall flat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Kind of a, an interesting discussion. Yeah. Gotta but, walk a line there. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it, it depends on a person's mood. On, it does. You know, because some, some people enjoy the more like lighthearted, yeah. lighthearted horror movies. Absolutely. So there, there's something for everybody in the yes. the holiday season. But thank you, everyone, who joined us today. And please let us know on what you uh, thought of the movie. And we would love to hear your favorite Christmas horror movies. But if you would like to recommend a movie, game, or tea and keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and our Discord server, <laughs> and most places you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe to our content. If you would like to support us monetarily, we have our Teespring and our PayPal, or we have our affiliate link with Plum Deluxe. And it does not affect the price of the tea at all. Again, it just allows us to continue to do what we love. You can find all of the sites mentioned linked below. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.